the Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. The Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. Yeah. 2FM. We are discussing sport because Mick McCarthy is here with his bulging bag of sporting knowledge that he managed to get in even in the cold today. Good man, Mick. Fair play to you. Okay. Patiently awaiting snow and hoping it doesn't <laughs> happen. Every week I just don't know where that's gonna go and just get very, very I don't scared. either, I'll be yeah. honest, you know. We just kind of we take it as it comes to us. So look, we're gonna start anyway with uh, one of your favourites because we're we're talking about Super Bowl, but mixing music with sport, Maroon Five, the NFL and the Super Bowl. Discuss. It's all happening. Yeah. So yeah, like I mean the Super Bowl is something that I'm very much looking forward to as one of the you know, the, the NFL fraternity in this country. Um we'll be staying up watching it, it'll be um a big part of the week. But for a lot of people the Super Bowl is about a couple of things. It's about the cool ads and trailers that will be put up and you'll see them maybe on YouTube the next morning. And it's about the halftime show. And that's understandable. That's what they've made the Super Bowl into. It's a, it's borderline a holiday in America at the moment. You know, if it wasn't on a Sunday, you'd think it almost would be at this stage, you know. And the halftime show is such a huge part of that. And we've had so many highlights down through the years. Like Beyonce was absolutely incredible, I would say, um, last year. But this year it's just become such a mess the whole thing i've never seen anything that just has disaster written all over it more than this and it all started obviously we've talked about it a good bit on this show the nfl rules uh, the nfl and the way it treated former san francisco quarter niners 49ers quarterback um colin kaepernick for kneeling during the national anthem in protest at police brutality um for 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 black people against black people and this has been a long, long ongoing story. The way the NFL have treated it um, is obviously one of the main controversies in it. Earlier this year, or late last year, early in this season of NFL, they made a rule which suggested that no player would be allowed to kneel. So it wasn't, it, it, the club could rule it, could rule on it that they weren't allowed to do it rather than it being a personal choice the way yeah. it was before, which obviously drew a lot of ire from Donald Trump among other people so in protest of that rule a lot of people are very much boycotting the nfl events associated with it all of this kind of thing they're in atlanta for the super bowl as well which is a very thriving music scene of itself um for for rap and for everything else Mm -hmm. one of the like probably the 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 epicenter of american hip-hop at the moment you know and they decide to go with Maroon 5 as the band for the Super Bowl. And I don't know how you feel about Maroon 5. I don't know if you... Uh, for anyone who listens to the show regularly knows that um, I... I don't know what way to phrase it. Let's just say I'm not a fan. Mm. That might be a nicer okay, way to right, phrase it. And anytime we play them, Nikki goes, oh, look, it's your favourite. So, yeah, <laughs> I am I am kind of a bit shocked to hear about this. When I look back over the years of, you know, Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson, Lady yeah. Gaga, you mentioned Beyonce, those kind of acts, you know, and even way, way back of the day Whitney Houston so Maroon yeah. 5 I'm like really? Yeah and even then it, like it, it has been other genres like you know Bruce Springsteen was amazing when mm. he did it a few years ago we had the Rolling Stones you know what I mean but it's a big so to go from that to event, Maroon 5 you know, it's is... the main event of the year almost for like a, a music a, a, whatever it is a 12 minute gig Yeah. and yeah to go to Maroon 5 is weird in itself it didn't go down well with a lot of people originally there was the kind of the Atlanta sort of like why can't we get something a little bit more uh, representative of the city that we're in <laughs> yeah yeah you know, like Maroon 5. By the way, Maroon 5 already ruined a tournament this year with that 
World Cup ad that was on. <laughs> yes, I got it. So, like, I mean, there's all there's already a bad taste in this part of the world over um, their bloody World Cup ad that was on every single ad break in the entire month of June last yeah. year. You know, so we've got that kind of bad taste, and now we move on to this. Now, a lot of things have happened. Um, in the in the previous few months where they've been advertised for this there's rumors that it was offered to a lot of people who all said no rihanna jay-z pink i heard there a few minutes ago was was one of them um all kind of didn't want to touch it don't want to be part of anything with the nfl at the moment don't mm -hmm. think it's appropriate yeah so maroon 5 accepted it then they add on a couple these days as well it's not just one person on their own travis scott was linked to it and um Big Boy, one, one half of Outcast is also, and he's actually from Atlanta, and they're going to be part of it. Travis Scott then received an awful lot of attention and mm -hmm. negative reaction to him accepting it, to which he actually at one point even then said that he had the blessing of Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick comes back through, through a, a representative and goes, excuse me, no you don't. I, don't, I never gave you any blessing to do this. What are you talking about? You know, so there's this then. So Travis Scott basically agrees then to, you know, some good will come out of this as well, because in instead of demanding more money from the NFL, he demanded that they um, make a $500,000 charitable donation, which is going to Dream Corps, which is a, a charity for social justice and prison reform. So that's going to come out of it. In response to that then, Maroon 5, who've been kind of like quietly on the fence about the whole thing. They're now so going, God, we, Adam, can't get, we can't take the money now. Exactly. Lads. Adam Levine has been talking about like, oh, we have a decision to make all, all the while they're being advertised on every show for the, 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 the halftime show. But they've kind of said now, oh, we've come to a deal. So, their record company as well as the NFL um, are donating 500,000 as well now to the big brothers and big sisters of America so actually some good will come of, of, of all that and that's some some um, some positivity out some of it some good may come of it but we all have to be inflicted with Maroon 5 exactly that's, so no good's going to come of that and even then there's still no goodwill. I mean this no. hasn't changed at all because they've cancelled it's the first time since the halftime show has become a really big thing that there's going to be no press conference for the band in like Super Bowl week all the, all the American media are all in Atlanta at the moment doing things every day and one of the one of the main points of that week is the bands or, or artists press conference there's just none this year they're going to do some sort of social media I actually thing. feel I'm definitely I'm going to watch it now yeah. just for but the, it's going to be fascinating yeah, you know and I just I just can't see how it goes down well at all no matter what they do no they should have stayed well away from it uh, uh, right let's go a quick one Andy Murray uh, now is a metal hip yeah, uh, Andy Murray's metal like, I'm not laughing at that, by the way. I'm sorry. No, it's Just. like Andy Murray's gone through a lot in the last yeah. kind of year. And, and like we briefly touched on it, he made a, a, he had a press conference just before the Australian Open talking about how he was going to try to get to Wimbledon this year, but then he'd ultimately retire. And he's been just because he's gone through an awful lot of pain. And he went out, he had like, again, the typical Andy Murray kind of performance in the Australian Open. I think he got to the second round and battled his way through in a five-setter where he nearly came back and ultimately lost. But you can see that he's in a lot of pain. He had a hip operation and put up his x-ray um, on Instagram and it's like there is a big metal chunk linking his hip together. So it is something that should should uh, hopefully take the pain away a little bit. Um, the bionic man, um, he still hopes to kind of get back and maybe maybe just play another Hard play again. It, but it? yeah, his career is unfortunately over. So that's tough on uh, poor Andy. Very tough. Well, look, stay with us there, Mick. We're going to take a, a quick break and a song and then uh, still to come, um, sacrilege. Someone has described the Irish rugby game as boring. Can you imagine? And it, and it wasn't me. Let's go! This is 2FM.
Uh, Mick McCarthy is still me in the studio. We're talking through some of the sporting stories. And I love this one, Mick. Uh, the smack talk, it seems, has begun. England's defence coach, John Mitchell, not to be confused with Joni, no. um, has claimed that Ireland will try and bore the shit out of us in the Six Nations opener at the Aviva Stadium this Saturday. If Joni Mitchell <laughs> was talking crap about the Irish then That would be a team. story. Now you've got my attention. <laughs> so John Mitchell, anyway. So he said yeah. this, but... Yeah, so it? so like it, it's just it's one of those things. They've been talking up Ireland in a way, like you know Eddie Jones, the head coach, John Mitchell, also talking about it, talking you know oh they're obviously the favourites, they're the best team in the world right now, they're arguably the best team in the world, they'll be favourites, we have to do it all. You know it's a lot of talking up Ireland, but you always get the impression when it's England that it's kind of a little bit of a sideways compliment a lot of the time, and there is a sort of a, there's always a dig around there as well. Yeah. You know, so it's like Ireland are a boring team now. You know, this is a team that scored a huge amount of tries to win the Six Nations last year. But because they keep possession, mm. because they have a way of playing that is very, you know, sometimes narrow, sometimes borderline conservative yeah. because of they keep the ball, they go through phases, they're able to do all the basics incredibly well to create space elsewhere. And, you know, then let's call them boring. Will they bore us into into submission? They obviously don't think that. What yeah. they would like to do is to get inside Ireland's head and say, we'll show you who's boring and Ireland do something where they might run a ball that they would otherwise have kicked or something like that. That's not going to happen. I can't see Joe Schmidt even uh, mentioning these things. No. I, don't, I don't think... Ireland are at a level at the moment where I don't think they even need to do this. Lads, don't entertain this. They're just trying to get us into our heads. I don't think they even need to mention it. I think that it's just such a professional outfit that it just goes over... Um, it goes over their heads they may have a laugh about it but and listen, we move on they go on with their game plan but England will always have a, yeah, a comment or two before as long as we get a win it doesn't matter who's boring yeah. or not. and speaking of wins actually I also want to mention that uh, the women's team uh, rugby team are going to be playing in Donnybrook on Friday at 5pm kickoff. I think it is Five it's going to be on RT yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah yeah on RT which is great so um, and that's on and then the the, the men's under 20s are on after that uh, in, in Cork and then obviously the, the men in, in Diviva Stadium on Saturday so Ireland versus England at all all levels, weekends um, what all a good weekend. time for so that it's, it's amazing <laughs> that it's Ireland England the first weekend as well it's just it's almost like we're not ready for it yet or something like that the Six Nations is going to be here and suddenly it's Ireland England yeah and it's like it's make or break straight away so that's the beauty of it. So, so it'd be well yeah, no, covered. Best of luck to all the teams. Yes, uh, and good luck to the women on Friday. Now, Irish girl Becky Lynch names former MMA superstar Ronda Rousey as WrestleMania opponent on Raw. This is huge, isn't it? It's massive. One of the most amazing stories ever. Like, I mean, there's, there's, it's, it's hard to get across actually. And I've been reading a bit about this lately and talking to people who are kind of um, still very, very into their WWE. And to describe what Becky Lynch has done in the last kind of three or four months is it's hard like you have to, she's basically you know if you look at where like the names that you would remember from years ago Hulk Hogan Stone Cold Steve Austin The Rock The Undertaker you know, yeah these people who were kind of like the top of the game Becky Lynch in the last few months has become the biggest star in wrestling and she's the first woman to have ever done that. They've obviously, they, they have transformed the way they do women's wrestling over the last kind of two years, or two, three years, which has been brilliant in itself, you know, and it, it's treated as a real part of the show now and not a kind of a, a popcorn match, as they yeah. used to call it, you know, this kind of like throwaway thing or, or unfortunately, even back in the day, a worse kind of thing where it was all, you know, the kind of like sex appeal of the women while the real stuff was going on with the men, you know? That's not the case at all anymore. They they treat it in the exact same way. But for the first time now, 
a woman has kind of risen and it's just it, it happens with the way it is with wrestling obviously it, it, it's not a real competition it happens because of a swell of support from the crowd now Becky has been in there for three or four years and always been very popular with the kind of the, the the kind of adult version the adult crowd I would suppose mm. they always kind of respected her thought she was good at what she did and she was kind of there or there about sort of like the, the second level of the, of the women's crew and then in the last year they had a storyline for her and everybody just flipped and she just became this massive star she goes around calling herself the man now it's a little thing she won the Royal Rumble the Women's Royal Rumble on um, last Sunday and then challenged Ronda Rousey so she is going to be um fighting Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania and there's a huge chance and big rumours that it's going to happen that it's actually going to be the main event at WrestleMania it's going to be the first time two women have ever fought in the last match of the big show this is brilliant in news. a massive stadium um, I'm not actually even 100% sure where it is I think yeah. it might be in New York but like in a 100,000 seater stadium and a girl from Baldoyle uh, Dublin is going to be the probably going to end Jesus. up winning that game and Bald, winning the title. What's going on in Baldoyle? We've got Nikki Byrne, we've got <laughs> Jen Zamparelli, Caroline Clark, and now we have Becky Lynch as well. Yeah, I mean, something in the water in Baldoyle, definitely. Be, there could be a big party in Nikki's house uh, for WrestleMania in, in, in April. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely will. Yeah. I'm I'm locking that one in. Uh, but look, congratulations, sir. Massive in there. Uh, we have had her on the show before, and just a really uh, lovely, amazing person. So driven as well. So it's great to see her doing well. And our final one, we're almost out of time. Is uh, tell us about the poor UAE football team and uh, and some shoes throwing that went on, obviously. Yeah. So uh, UAE are hosting the Asian Cup at the moment, which is a big deal for them. And um, they were going along very well and qualified for the semi-finals. And people started to dream. You know, they haven't had the greatest football pedigree. Um, unfortunately, they came up against our arch rivals, their near neighbours, Qatar, mm-hmm. in the semi-final and lost 4-0. So it didn't go very Ooh. well. But after the second goal, the crowd started to kind of realise what was happening, realised that this wasn't going to go too well and started basically pelleting um, uh, missiles from the crowd, which included like things that were pretty dangerous, like full bottles of Coke, you know, with their tops on. Um, you know like things that would hurt the players but there was an awful lot of shoes as well like kind of sandal shoes and you're thinking what's going on here and it was actually Caroline that put, yeah, put me that onto is it thing, as that is it's actually like a huge part of Arab culture it's like yeah. the worst insult you can like a, a known Arab insult would be to show somebody the sole of your shoe in general but to hit someone with your shoe is like the worst um, insult you could do for them so they obviously took it seriously enough that that's the way that's what they thought of the guitar players but I was just thinking that there was an awful lot of um, our, our Emirate fans that were just going to be going home with no shoes on, um, <laughs> or one from shoe, the game. or, yeah, one, yeah, or yeah. one shoe, perhaps you know. So um, that's how seriously they took it, but it didn't it didn't go well for them. So they went home, their team out, their hated rivals Qatar in the final against Japan, and possibly limping with one shoe all God, the way to their you car. I hope they didn't wear their good shoes out that night. Anyway, for us. <laughs> Uh, Mick McCarthy thank you so much as always thank you and um, and as we said we will watch this space for Becky Lynch and over the weekend we wish Ireland the very best of luck come on Ireland the Nicky Burns Show with Jenny Green